a prime time with Claressa Montero replay from Money FM 89.3. Coffee with Claressa on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome. I'm Clarissa Montero. This afternoon, a very, very interesting, slightly different Coffee with Clarissa interview. We've got not one but two very, very individual people that I have wanted to speak to for a very long time. We begin with Terry O'Connor, Executive Director and Group CEO of Quartz Asia Limited. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Now, you're marking 45 years, or rather, Quartz is marking 45 years in Singapore. Since 2001, the aim was to serve underprivileged, vulnerable, and needy within our local community through CSR programs. Correct, yeah. Um, maybe you can explain to us why that matters to you and to the company. Well, as you say, I mean, Quartz has operated in Singapore uh, for 45 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't start as a, a an elite brand in uh, in a sort of high income uh, area, fashionable department store boutique. We very much we did start in Orchard Road, but very much uh, the Plaza Singapore, mm-hmm. uh, you know, bustling sort of side of Orchard Road. Before then, very rapidly moving out to the suburbs um, from Bukitima and then out to the Heartlands. And so we've always been very well connected with the community. The community's mm-hmm. been great to us. Um, and very much the Heartland community, and so it's just really important that we that we give back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Janice and I have been in Singapore for for twenty six years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when we first came, we had you know, young young kids, but really from the the the, the, the time of, of around sort of two thousand and one, we've been super active both on the personal and and, uh, and and corporate front, and and that's been getting our from, from getting our kids engaged to getting our our staff and our people at courts engaged. Sure. Um, courts Charity Home is really just the formalisation of you know lots of sort of individual initiatives and individual efforts into a coordinated uh, program that's that's run by my team mm-hmm. uh, and that engages our people in uh, in collaboration with the likes of CCS Community Care Services Singapore. Mm-hmm. Um, in providing necessary goods for home or homes or uh, helping the underprivileged uh, homes in the neighborhoods and so on and uh, amongst the whole series of initiatives. But, you know, as we enter our 45th year, what's really important is that we are, you know, actively engaged in giving back to the community. But you've always been doing this. Um, I remember as a child going to courts with, with friends of mine who, families as well, weren't at a point where they could furnish an entire home in cash. Mm. And courts was one of the only places where they could go and and buy an entire home worth of furniture and furnishings and pay monthly installments for it. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we term it affordable lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it's essentially, um, you know, the origins of, of the company around sort of affordable cash prices, yeah. uh, affordable payment plans, looking at merchandise that is uh, stylish but accessible mm-hmm. and affordable. And then just as... As we've grown out with the support of the uh, of the Singapore consumer, we've essentially been able to then stretch the the, the nature and breadth of the store sure. to the Courts Mega Store to Orchard Road and, and you, know, you know and so on. But if you, that the absolute heritage of the, of the brand mm-hmm. is essentially in um, being unashamedly with regular people with regular aspirations, of which I am part of this community. Mm-mm. I mean, my my first home could only be furnished. Because of you. Thank you. Well, and thank I, you for your support. I, I, still, I still come to courts every once in a while to look for that piece. You know, mm. maybe may a slightly different price point for me now, but 
you helped me right at the beginning of my adult life when I was setting up my very first home. And I remember that. Well, you know, that's the nice thing. We do have actually multi-generations of, uh, of families, you know, with us. And, and that's only because we've managed to reinvent ourselves, you know, every five or six years, uh, you know, with the support of the community. We've got, we've got a number one market position now. And we don't take that for granted. You know, we have to keep working hard every single day to maintain it, to stretch it and so on. And, uh, you know, the Singapore consumer just changes so frequently the Singapore landscape physically changes so frequently the public transport infrastructure changes so frequently mm. that um, you really just can't stay where you are uh, either in terms of market position or in terms of physical location or in terms of physical versus you know e-commerce and so on we just have to keep evolving as a as a brand to stay relevant okay so you've been talking about how this started out as as an interest your your CSR program Courts Charity Home started out something that you were interested in from the very beginning and needed corporate support around. Yeah, I mean, I guess, the, you know, the kind of two thrusts are, you know, the, the, the kind of corporate initiatives, the way we would sort of sit down and say, right, uh, what's our annual corporate plan and, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, who are our beneficiaries this year and so on. Um, but maybe the kind of bigger thing we're known for is, is really, you know, what started out as, as a garden party in our own front garden mm-hmm. um, when Janice and I lost a, a very close uh, friend to, to, to breast cancer and we, yeah. we, it was supposed to be just a Christmas party mm-hmm. um, and uh, the initial thought was to cancel it um, we didn't, we, we, we turned it into a fundraiser the idea of having a fundraiser in somebody's home with no costs where 100% of the proceeds uh, went to the beneficiary kind of you know, caught on like wildfire um, our chairman asked us to do uh, another one next year for, for, for Dover Park Hospice and then mm-hmm. it just became an annual event and then as it got bigger it kind of merged with what Courts was doing as a brand so that essentially the program you know goes from everything from the Courts golf day which is obviously very corporate right. um, to the annual charity party which is very personal um, and fun um, but with corporate infrastructure around it. so we call it a hybrid I mean it's essentially if you've been here for 26 years and you've got lots of corporate supporters and lots of personal supporters and you can bring those two aspects of your life together Mm -hmm. um, then you can have a multiplier effect in terms of the funds raised and have effectively no costs. Right. Okay. Now we've been talking to Terry O'Connor, Executive Director and Group CEO of Courts Asia Limited. We bring into the conversation Janice O'Connor. Now you've authored um, a book called Open Kitchen but before we talk about that now, charity is a big part of what you do, your DNA, what you feel very strongly about. Tell us more about that. Well, uh, as Terry mentioned, we lost a very dear friend to breast cancer. Mm-hmm. We turned that into a fundraiser uh, for Breast Cancer Foundation that year. And I did the cooking all by myself for 94 people. That's and a lot of cooking. Yes. And then we, we ordered the wine from a very dear friend. And they all came to the party and saw what I was doing, and they offered to help for the next year. And this friend of mine, uh, I bought wine from, and since then, she sponsored our wine until today Okay, for so many parties. And this has also grown and grown. Yes. So you've drawn on a network of personal friends to do good. Yes. Uh, To start with, it was 14 girls involved in the, uh, the, uh, the committee meetings. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, later on, my expat friends, one by one left, went home. And then I got more of uh, 
local friends involved and then courts came in. So less work for me to do, actually. <laughs> okay. And that's why you were able to write a book. You said you cooked for 94 people yes. by yourself. Yes. So you must be quite a phenomenal cook. Terry, jump in. Oh, no, she is. Absolutely. <laughs> But, you know, we need to be hosting for the, uh, for the spread on the table to be spectacular. You know, when it's just us, it's a bit less, uh, you know, sort of uh, elaborate. So, mm-hmm. you know, people do ask me, do we eat like this every night? I'm like, no, no, it's only when there are people you, around You'd be house. about 250 pounds if you did. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, he was. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for sharing that yeah. with everyone in Singapore. <laughs> it's okay. I go to the gym every day. <laughs> you do? Okay, great. Yeah, the cooking part, not because I, I am a good cook, because I, I like to cook. Because mm-hmm. um, when I was young, I, I didn't know how to cook. All my siblings were better cooked than I was. Mm-hmm. So only when I met Terry and then I started to learn this and that. Okay, so the book, Open Kitchen, how did that come about? Because my kitchen is open. Okay, to friends and family. Uh, and yeah, physically open kitchen. Physically open, yes. okay. And then we always open the kitchen to friends and okay. family. And well, that's how it's. You might want about. to mention uh, Florence as well. Oh yes, yes, um, yeah. Florence Len, you know, right? Yeah, yeah. She, um, she and I went to Bali for a holiday mm-hmm. uh, in the restaurant one night. Uh, she, she actually asked me, Janice, why don't you um, do your own cookery book? Um, I was like, I laughed so loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're joking. I can't cook. So no, no, no. Serious. You can do it. And and I left it like that. Um, and then she moved to Canada and came back in yes, uh, uh, last year. Last year, yeah. last year she came back and she mentioned it again. Mm-hmm. So I said yes. So you decided to do it? Yes. Okay, so in your book is various Asian cuisines, different dishes. Would it be favorite dishes of the family and friends? Or, yeah. you know, did, did, you, uh, did you get a lot of input from the people you've cooked for and gone, yes. oh, you know, your recipe for this particular dish you've got to include? How did, how did the book become a reality? How did you choose your recipes? Okay, because uh, last year when Florence mentioned it again, my, my mom actually passed away in 2016. I thought, okay, I'll do it. I'll put some of my mom's uh, recipe in. Sure. Uh, by then, I actually, I didn't uh, have my mom's recipe exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, because memory, they're very jealous with sharing those things. Yeah, well, so, <laughs> I know. So, uh, I never really wanted to learn from mom because she's a very good cook. I don't want to learn her recipe. Mm-hmm. But, yep, she passed away suddenly. So, I have to um, uh, recreate the, uh, uh, the taste uh, similar to my mom's. Not exactly like my mom's, mm-hmm. but similar, quite close, I think. Um, so, and then I thought, you know, all the charity dinners I cook for, because my, my dinner, which is from the charity auction, mm-hmm. our charity parties, we auctioned out my dinner for 10 calls for 10 people. Mm-hmm. The highest bid was 15000 mm-hmm. uh, for that dinner. So I thought I can actually use those recipes and use, you know, that... Um, uh, that menu uh, in the book, and then I, I use some of my friends' favorite recipes, mm-hmm. mom's, uh, and through traveling and through the cooking classes I've been to in Singapore. Okay. We are talking to Terry O'Connor, Executive Director and Group CEO of Quartz Asia Limited, and Janice O'Connor, 
author of Open Kitchen. Now, we bring you two together. Now, you clearly have things that you are interested in. You have divergent careers, but you are known in Singapore for being a very successful couple together. And I find that very, very intriguing because it isn't really a case of there's a strong woman behind a successful man or a strong man behind a successful woman. You kind of, it's like a dance. It's an interchangeable role depending on what you're doing. So how do you do it? What's your secret? You know, I think uh, I think what's what's really important um, for us is to see sort of three aspects to our to our lives. When mm-hmm. you know, work and family, mm-hmm. uh, obviously uh, uh, important, but community is the third one. And by community, we can mean community of local friends. We can mean um, the charities that we've supported over 18 years who have then become personal friends. Um, the supporters who... Um, Supporters as as friends in the community, but but I mean more importantly, you know, step up to the plate when it comes to uh, uh, to the fundraising. And if you think about how they're connected, you know, um, being better in the community is is hopefully role modelling the right kind of behaviours for our for our children. Sure. Um, it's something that we can do together. Mm-hmm. Um, it it does interchange. You're right. I mean, sometimes it might be a corporate initiative, which is supported by the family and mm-hmm. other times it's a, it's a personal initiative which is you know um supported by the by the business infrastructure and by our courts people and and, and so on and so right. it is a bit interchangeable and it is a bit like um trying to integrate the aspects of one life mm-hmm. one's life and you know I, I think from certainly from a corporate point of view you know that it's you know the journey in the past i think for a lot of people has been about trying to go from success to significance right but for our kids, it might be trying to get success and significance or trying to get significance and then success, you know. Right. And so I don't think these things are kind of linear, you know, anymore. I think it's just about trying to have sort of a, a north star for the whole family unit, which is around um, sense of purpose. A sense of purpose. I find that, I, again, I say that I, I find that the most intriguing thing about the two of you, both as individuals and as as a couple that are unknown in the community for doing so much for the community. So what will come next? What is the next challenge? What is the next burning thing that you feel you need to do? Look, for my my immediate task (laughs) is is to help her with a book. Right, (laughs) okay. Um, And, you know, that's very much around, you know – I mean, food is something that's, you know, sort of central. We love to, it passionately. Yeah, it's Singapore. central to Singaporeans, you know, <laughs> yes. uh, interests. It's, um, uh, but, you know, it's also closely aligned to all the things that we, you know, that we sell, mm-hmm. you know, as, as well. And so, you know, you could look at it as, you know, courts getting a, a free brand boost on the hard work of my wife in the kitchen. Right? <laughs> or you can basically say, you all this is, you know, uh, there's a, it's another, it's a fourth or a fifth sort of charity strand uh, for make, a, you know, for make a wish and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and the kids that make a wish. I mean, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, you know, I, I kind of speak to my board and some of the pe- you know, people in the office about these things. And I'm like, you know what, if it's driven by the business or it's driven by the people at home or it's driven by the, all of the partnerships that you collectively raise and it's for the right, reasons and it inspires uh both staff and family then you know um it's it's all good right i mean i i and that's that's the thing we don't really kind of compartmentalize and 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 separate as long as the end goal is um you know is to enhance people's lives but also enhance our lives as well sure okay so tell us very quickly the book where can we buy it how much does it cost (laughs) 
Okay, the book is called Open Kitchen. Yes. Uh, we have 1,000 copies uh-huh. available. And uh, you, if you donate $100 to Make-A-Wish Foundation, mm-hmm. and you go on uh, www.makeawish.org.sg to donate, and you get a copy of the, the book. Okay, is that the only way that uh, the, you can get the book? Or you can uh, order through me or, or courts. Is, is the book being sold in courts? Uh, it will be, absolutely. I mean, It uh, should be sold in your kitchen section. Well, it's not available yet. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean you know we we have a you know sort of uh, we we have some link to the product shall we say she does peculiar things with food and electronic appliances yeah uh, okay so yeah. definitely in your your kitchen section mm. and the uh, appliances in question yeah. <laughs> all yes. right yes. well we wish you all the best thank you very with much. the book thank you um, and when we say a great big thank you for the CSR initiatives that Quartz has put into place. And I, I wish you another 45 years at least in Singapore because I can't imagine not being able to visit a courts. <laughs> oh, don't worry. We've got a long way to go on our journey. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. For coming in and talking to us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you for having us. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.